Welcome in. I'm Ashley Mingwasser, and this is Classroom Conversations, presented by the Georgia Department of Education and Georgia Public Broadcasting. This award-winning podcast series is intended as a place for you, our teachers, to share and learn in life out of all of the walks we take. Only a few of them will precede a total transformation. There's a walk down the aisle before entering a state of marital bliss, of course. There's a walk down a hospital hallway to meet a new family member in infant form. And there's a walk across a stage before entering adulthood. It's called graduation. Is your go-to graduation film Grease, Dazed and Confused, Booksmart, 10 Things I Hate About You, Each of these joy rides takes on this pivotal departure from our school age years. For students stepping across that threshold next spring, graduation includes a cap and gown, a ceremony, a class photo, and celebrations with family and friends. But you may not know that it also includes a graduation coach. And that's the topic of today's episode. It's a proactive approach in Georgia schools to help students reach graduation. Graduation coaches are our teachers, school counselors, and administrators who monitor student progress, address risk factors, mentor, and arm students with necessary life skills. They are investors in our seniors, experiencing shared pride, joy, and relief as their students cross the stage to receive a diploma. My guests today are just peachy, having arrived from Peach County High School near Macon, Shaniqua Caldwell is the school counselor, and Amanda Campbell teaches social studies and economics to seniors. Both women have served about a quarter century in education, and both are tried and true coaches. Shaniqua is Peach County High School's cheerleading coach, and Amanda has experience as dance coach. She's also married to a football coach. You can imagine what great graduation coaches they are. We welcome Shaniqua and Amanda. Hi, women. Hello. Hi, thank you. How are you? Good. Good. Thanks for having us. Thanks yes. for being here. And you are dressed because you actually, you have a game tonight. I do. We will be taking on the Baldwin County Braves this evening. All right. The cheerleaders ready, Shaniqua? They are. They are? And I am as well. <laughs> They're ready to rumble. When's the last time you coached dance, Amanda? Um, I ended that season this past fall. Um, it was a great season, but it, it was, it was, it's hard work. So what she's got tonight, she's got it cut out for. Her. Yeah, <laughs> and you are also a coach's wife. So, I am. are you involved with uh, supporting your husband's games as well? Every Friday night, we'll, yeah, we'll go wherever he goes. Oh, that's love right there. Tell me this, you guys. Uh, leading up to your own graduation back in the high school times, if you can just look back a couple years, were you always planning to be a teacher, Shaniqua? In some ways, yes. Um, I come from a legacy of teachers, starting with my grandmother, my mother. Um, I have an aunt that ended her educational career as an administrator. An older sister and my younger sister are all we've all we're all educators. All of you are educators. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! However, mass communications was my first dream goal. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So you would have done this had you not Absolutely done that. Absolutely. So it, I had chills as I walked in. Look, oh right. Today, That's yes, awesome. this is my first time in a long time being in a studio. Yeah. So, How's it feel? Yes. It feels natural. It feels natural. I could do this. I think you yes. could. I think you could too. <laughs> but personally, I'm really glad that you're helping our kids who are in high school. Um, what about you, Amanda? What's your story? Were you always going to be an educator? Definitely. <laughs> yes. Um, it's just always been a passion. 
um, I knew day one that's what I wanted to be. And after 25 years, I'm still in the classroom. It's just, and I love it. We were talking about that on the way up here. It's just something that I enjoy and love doing every day. What do you think you love most about it? Um, when that door shuts, being being in there with those kids, um, just teaching and really just being around them. Um, yeah. I think I could probably teach them anything. So <laughs> I can't say it's economics or social studies. It's just, again, being around those those kids. That's where you belong. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it a is. beautiful thing. And you have different experiences with your students because you have them in the classroom. Shaniqua, you're working with them as the counselor. But I want to know about yourselves individually before we get too deep into this. If you could separate your personal and professional lives, which I know is very hard for people in education, what would you like to tell us about yourselves personally? Besides my own two kids, um, being a coach's wife is, is predominantly takes up, besides being a regular schoolroom teacher, is, 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 is the other half of my life. Um, Friday nights, after school, whenever, we're, we're right there supporting, um, whether it's at Peach County or, or any schools. So just being a coach's wife and a, and a mom to my own too. Those are those are lots of more jobs. But yes, you ma'am. do you do have a little bit of a favorite pastime. I know Shaniqua mentioned she would have gone into mass communications <laughs> in some capacity. And tell us what you you might have been. This is surprising. I liked this. I think I might have been a housekeeper. Um, (laughs) I enjoy cleaning. Um, You can probably come into my classroom at the end of the uh, the end of the day and see me with a mop, a a broom, whatever. I just enjoy cleaning. It's just part of therapy, I think. We share that (laughs) for sure. If I'm feeling stressed, I'll clean something. Yes. What is your go to appliance? Um, The bathrooms. Yeah, that that's go in there. I do. I start scrubbing. So you like to have a sponge or or a scrub brush? Yes. Okay. I'm a vacuum cleaner obsessed person, so that's kind of where my head goes. My kids think I have a problem. You probably do, but it's <laughs> a problem that benefits them, so, yes. so they're lucky. Shaniqua, what about you? You have a couple of hobbies. Yes, I do. Um, I am a travel advisor and event coordinator. Um, that's been my passion. I recently um, got an LLC in both of those areas, and so... I spend a lot of time traveling with family. Um, I love music, concerts, athletic events, uh, reading, you name it, I like to do it. You're always on the go. Always on the go. And I have two, a senior in college and a 10th grader. And so he's involved in sports. So I'm a sports mom and my daughter is in band in college. So my weekends, I have to split. Uh, along with the personal things that I do, um, I'm a sorority girl, so <laughs> I spend a lot of time with community, and so, uh, yeah, pretty busy life. A lot going on. Mm-hmm. I want to give you some credit for the alliterative beauty of your business name. Go ahead and tell us what it is. Classy Creations by Codwell. I love that so much. And <laughs> so you, you just do general event planning. I do general event planning. Are there any events you won't do? No, there there hasn't been anything that I've turned down yet. Excellent. Mm-hmm. I actually hosted a bat mitzvah last weekend, but that's another story. There's all <laughs> kinds of activities. Going Haven't on. done that yet. <laughs> There's that's a place you can grow into. <laughs> Give us the history on graduation coaching, if you would, and tell us how that works at your school. You've been doing this for a while. You know the history of it in Georgia. Yes, um, I actually was one of the first graduation coaches in the state of Georgia under Governor Sonny Perdue, um, establishing the graduation coach program. And from that, I evolved into um, being an actual school counselor. But the at-risk students were our primary focus um, when the graduation coach program first began. 
since then, it has become all-inclusive. So we involve all students in meeting those goals of um, post-secondary success. And that was 2007 when the mm-hmm. program was formed. I did a little research. I think that there yes. were around 300 and some odd graduation coaches at the time. Yes, and, absolutely. And now both you and your educators, uh, teachers, are involved in mm-hmm. coaching students. It's just something that's provided as a way to buoy them up on their way to graduation. Tell us what the district motto is, Shaniqua. It's a good one. Learning today, leading tomorrow. And um, uh, we are a district where all students graduate college and career ready. That's a big goal. One that you have a hand in in making happen, Amanda, for students in your classroom and economics. Mm -hmm. What is your role in the classroom side with these kids? Um, Just whatever um, Ms. Caldwell tasked me to do, um, we, we first like to to identify maybe those at-risk students and, um, you know, keep a track on them, especially being their senior year, and just keep a really an open communications with the counselors and with, with anyone that's involved directly with them. Um, and like she said, you know, we're all inclusive now, so really it, it's not even um, the at, at-risk students. It's, it's all of our students. Just, you know, if they're getting off track in any way, making sure that, you know, the, the efforts apply that the, that they have the responsibilities and um, again if they need to come talk with us about anything that's going on we can immediately send them to the council or if they feel better talking to us about it so again it's just really constant communication constant sometimes redirection <laughs> um, and and just helping them set their priorities straight for that end goal which is graduation yes I, I foreshadowed this a bit in the introduction mm-hmm. but how does it feel to be a graduation coach because you are so invested in these young lives when you see them walk across the stage Mm -hmm. and get their diploma what's that like it's like a priceless feeling and every year is different because some years you have those that are more of those that you had to coerce coerce along the way and some years it's easy but I'm the leader or most recently have been the leader of the graduation ceremony. Um, Ms. Campbell and I have worked together many years with that graduation ceremony. And just to at a point when you get to the field to look back and see all of the students that you know you had some input into them achieving that particular goal, it gives you a good feeling. And for you, Amanda? Um, I really think, Ashley, that, that teachers are, are planters of mustard seeds. Mm. And, um, you know, when you do get out there on that graduation day, you can see those mustard seeds and someone cared about them. Um, very little do the kids rush home and say, this is what I learned in economics. But they will come home and tell you, hey, that teacher cared about me. Mm-hmm. That teacher smiled at me. She made sure I was here that day. So um, when you get out there on that field and you look back, I'm, I'm a proud mama. And yeah. you're a proud mom of almost 200. So that's that's the good feeling. Wow, that it puts is. it in perspective. Uh, Ms. Caldwell, you're in charge of the fun stuff, uh, Amanda told us. You you do what? Senior I do prom? everything. Yeah, tell me, <laughs> tell me about some of these celebrations along the way for your seniors. Um, even today, I missed the pep rally for this opportunity. So that was a little hard leaving Aww. that event in the hands of somebody else. But, um, <laughs> you know, the baton. Everything, yeah, everything worked out. Um, I am the senior coach, uh, excuse me, senior trip um, planner, the prom, uh, senior week activities, anything involving the social aspect of the school. 
uh, I try to give the students the opportunity to participate um, yeah. because I know this may be the only opportunity that some of them have. Yes. So I try my best to make things affordable, to make it fun, to get their input on what they would like to do. Um, as a matter of fact, the principal and I had a meeting with four young ladies um, on Monday. And students now are very vocal on what they like and what they don't like. And so uh, they're going to push me to my limits this year as far as being creative and allowing them to do the things that they wish to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I I get enjoyment out of that. Absolutely. I think that those are cool activities, too, because they're little mile markers on the way to graduation. It's almost Mm -hmm. like their participation requires them to achieve in the classroom. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. That's a big part of tracking Mm -hmm. that. What was your own high school graduation like? If you were to think back on that day right now, can you remember it? Do you remember it fondly, Amanda? I don't remember it fondly, but I do remember <laughs> it. I was a little nervous. Oh, um, yeah. We ha- I went to a smaller high school, and, um, you know, you're getting ready to, to get out there in that real world. All my family was there, though, so that helped me. But I don't know if I was really overly joyed about it or not um, because – I knew I was fixing to go off to school, and there wasn't going to be a time like this again. And sometimes you can see that in these seniors, and you're just like, you know, there's like deer caught in headlights. Yeah. You know, so, um, I again, I, I know I was happy, but I can remember kind of feeling a little on the sad Some side. Some nerves that Yes, day. very nervous. Yeah. What was yours like, Shaniqua? Um, having actually graduated from the school where I now work and where my children have attended. Wow. Um. It was bittersweet. Uh, I do remember it pretty much vividly. Um, but I, one thing that I remember was receiving an award for 13 years of perfect attendance. Whoa! And there were only three of us in my class that um, had that achievement, and we were recognized at the graduation ceremony. And I remember being in the top 25 of my class. Uh, my daughter was also in the top. 10 of the class, and I'm hoping that my son will follow in our footsteps. But each year that I have a graduation class that comes through, memories of my own um, graduating from Peach County High School come to mind. Wash over you. Mm-hmm. I remember my graduation day pretty fondly, I would say. I had a, I had a lot of excitement. I was, I was really focused on the celebration factor of it, and I was a very weepy graduate. Uh even delivering, I gave the valedictory that day, and I had a hard time getting through it because mm. I kept looking at my friends and, and realizing I think the reality was setting in of, of this is a departure. Yes. This is this is a threshold into somewhere unknown, and the bonds that I formed with these people and these teachers, mm-hmm. will that continue? So I had that big question mark, and I'm really grateful that some of my best teacher relationships have continued. Uh, one of my favorite high school teachers, I, I have dinner with him several times a year, so it's cool. It's cool to feel that connection to those roots. And, uh, you know, it can be a very momentous day um, mm-hmm. to send people out into the future when they're young. Mm-hmm. But it, it could also be the beginning of a lasting relationship with that institution, mm-hmm. if it is a positive experience, which I know you two are making. So yes. so thank you for that. What song makes you think of high school graduation? Is there something that comes to mind? For me, um, the Pomp and Circumstance song is what gives me chills and what really puts the moment in perspective and makes it sacred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a ritual once you yes. hear that song play. Yes. Yeah. It's final. It is. Amanda? 
Well, every year, and I've been doing this probably for the last 10 years in each one of my senior classes, is I play vitamin C form, and we all get up there, and we sing. <laughs> I love that and song. wave our hands in the air. Um, and then I play it for them again at the end of the semester after we form those bonds. And we're all like, oh, no, it's it's sad now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just, that's my go-to song for them. And, and it's, again, at the beginning of the semester, it's, it's, oh, yeah, this is fun. But at the end of the semester, I think they come to realization, wow, this is it. Yeah. No. The magnitude of exactly. the moment. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Vitamin C's graduation song. It's, what it's a cool. hit. Yeah. <laughs> Friends forever. Yes. There's one to play today. Well, I mentioned above things related to high school graduation. There's the obvious cap and gown, diploma, but you're the coaches here. So would you share with us a few other things that are related to graduation, um, maybe for Peach County? Mm -hmm. Um, We have something that we have incorporated uh, called the three E's. So employment, entrepreneurship, or enlistment. And it's our goal to make sure that every senior at least by March, April, they have a goal, and it's in one of those three areas so that they know um, after they graduate, they have to become productive citizens. Um, they're becoming adults, and we try to equip them with those tools. Uh, one way that we do that is through GA Futures, um, which is an online program, and uh, GA Futures gives them uh, job techniques, uh, resume skills. It allows them to uh, preview colleges, compare colleges, cost, majors that they offer, um, their aptitudes and interests. So nobody leaves our school without having a plan unless they want to leave that way. Yeah, and we're going to talk about GA Futures mm-hmm. more here. Amanda, what do you have to add? You know, with graduation at Peach County High School, we have one of the prettiest graduations. Really? We do. We have it on our football field. And the top six students at our school, they get to, they pretty much run the graduation. We don't have a guest speaker. We, um, everything is left up to those top six students. So it is totally done by the senior It's class. their production. It mm-hmm. is their production. Wow. And it's amazing. And they, it's, and the kids get behind them because it's, it's, it's their fellow, you know, their fellow peers. So it's just a graduation. You just go, this is cool. Yeah. This, this is the moment. And then every year feels different for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because it, it bears the trademark of that class. Absolutely. The first piece of coaching and counseling on which all success rests, and without it, we're in trouble, is uh, the relationship building piece, building relationships with students. How do you build those relationships so they trust you as their graduation coach? By being open, um, your personality precedes anything that you can teach them. So um, Amanda and I, we both have a pleasant demeanor, um, we're always happy. I think even when we're not happy, <laughs> you never know it. So um, building those relationships and just being genuine with the students, um, trying to build that before there's a negative connotation to the relationship, you try to get that positive out there and let them know what your purpose is in their educational career. Then they look forward to visiting with you. Correct. I'm sure. Amanda? Amanda? Um, I've always just kind of thought about what kind of teacher do I want my own kids to have when mm-hmm. they step foot in that classroom. Um, if these were my own two kids that were coming home, what would I want them to experience? And that's kind of what, what how I model um, as a teacher. You just have to let the kids know you care about them. As soon as they pick up that you care about them, the rest is easy. 
Um, so, you know, ask them how their day was. A lot of my students have jobs after school, so I always just say, you know, where are you working? How many, did you, when did you get home last night? So just to let them know you care will just set the, set the tone. You're, you're not only invested in their future, but you're invested in them as people. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. For, for students going to college, I know there are a couple of paths here, which you've gone over for us, Shaniqua. For those going to college, how do you guide their understanding of how to apply for college and help their parents with FECA? There's our first acronym of the episode, the Federal Insurance Contributions Act. We schedule parent-student informational nights throughout the school year, uh, November is when we do a big push for college enrollment. We have local college representatives and financial aid representatives to come and do workshops on FAFSA. Um, we host Apply to College Month events. We host a career fair, um, college fair. We take the students to visit these places as well. Uh, in the past, I've tried to do the four different types of colleges, your technical um, college, your HBCU, your PWI, and then a college based on the interest of the students in our senior class that they would like to visit. What is a PWI? Um, predominantly white institution. Okay, cool. So mm -hmm. they get exposure to a bunch of different options. Absolutely. And they can feel, usually I did, feel a connection with a certain type. Correct. Yeah. Amanda? Um, I just have a constant communication with, with the counselors um, because I am a predominantly senior teacher. A lot of them hit my room, you know, up, you know, hit class time up to, to talk with them. Just gives them that one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. Um, I went through it last year with my oldest son. Um, he's a freshman in college this year. And I went to one, and, and it was, I, there was no questions at the end of the meeting. I knew exactly what to do. Wonderful. Um, so our school does a great job. And, and making sure that we know what we're supposed to do. Informative, step-by-step yes. -step guidance. Mm -hmm. I know, it's it's unnavigated territory until you know what to do. And for students headed to the workforce, Amanda, how do you guide them with writing their resume, completing job applications? Some of yours already have a job, as you mentioned. They do. Um, these these kids nowadays, they know about more about job applications than we do. And um, I do try to um, pull in. We have a, a large employer in our area, Bluebird, Um we go online and we look at their application. Some of our students don't even know their social security number. And, and I know to us it's just a number, but they've never even put that down. So one of the first things we do is they go home and memorize your social security number. Um, another thing I really try to encourage them to do is get to know their teachers because they're going to ask for references on those job applications. Good point. And we don't have all the information. So go to those teachers, get their name, get their address, get their number Put them in your phone, write them down somewhere, because when you do get to that job application, you're like, oh, no, I don't have this. Mm -hmm. So those are the two biggies that we work on in my class, just real direct with them. We also have something called a senior data sheet that we ask each senior to complete so that when they come to us for recommendations um, or a school may call to find out information about them, we're able to be knowledgeable and speak highly of those students. You're poised and, and ready. Uh -huh, and just listening to Amanda just now, um, this year, remind me, we're going to share those senior data sheets with our senior teachers. Oh, that's a good idea, mm -hmm. guys. Do they have any student rituals that they do, the seniors, little quirky things that make you laugh or find humorous? 
now that social media is a big thing, they want to do TikToks. Oh, wow. And, yeah. and so we have had to corral <laughs> the phone use while they're in the ceremony. Um, that has been hard to do with the creation of social media, but they, they love to do TikToks. Um, they still want to do the traditional throw your cap yes. in the air. So just being teenagers. Yeah, mm-hmm. which they, they get to be, I guess. So right. it feels festive. It feels fun. Yeah, and, fun. and another thing that we do that has become a tradition in our district, we do um, a graduation walk parade. where we visit the elementary and the middle schools in our area, and we walk the halls with them in their cap and gowns so they not only get to see their former teachers, but the students in our district get to see this is your end goal Mm -hmm. as a student in Peach County School District. I think I've only had chills three times hosting this series, and I just got chills. That was one of them. Wow, Shaniqua. That's That's amazing. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. But the the teacher-student connection that teachers are getting to gaze upon, you know, their Mm -hmm. former students Mm -hmm. at the place they met them in their education journey. Mm -hmm. And the students, they make signs and hold them up. And to just see our graduates stop when they see one of their favorite teachers in their doorway like she said yeah it, it's, it's powerful it's chilly mm-hmm. it's powerful mm-hmm. so GA futures you you gave us a little teaser on this what strategies do you find in there to help students achieve beyond high school um we do this through um advisement um which we are still currently it's a work in progress um but through the Georgia Bridge Bill Um, with the DOE, where we have to complete certain post-secondary activities um, and explorations through GA Futures with our students. It's a very structured program. And so the students, of course, they work at their own pace, but for each advisement, they will have certain um, steps, activities, and levels that they will go through so that ultimately by May, they will have achieved, achieved their goal. Right. They're ready mm-hmm. for their own Georgia future. Correct. I got you. Mm-hmm. What tips do you guys offer students? Uh, it's your economics classroom, uh, Amanda, where they're confronting some of this for the first time. What tips do you have for handling their finances, paying bills on time, reading and understanding their credit score? Yes, that's, that's their life. Their whole <laughs> life, yeah. Um, at Peach County, we have a an amazing opportunity where our parent coordinator um, – has done this for the last five years for all of my classes. She has asked a local bank, which is um, Robbins um, Financial Credit Union. They have come in um, to every one of my classes oh, for the great. last five years. And she goes over her credit, credit score, the FICO score. Um, it is amazing. What she can do in an hour and a half affects them their entire lifetime. Wow, that's and powerful. She has done that. And again, it's just been an amazing opportunity we've had. And I, th- I think she's opened it up for the past year to the whole entire school. But I make sure I grab her every year. And we do that at the end of the semester um, at, at economics so they kind of know um, what questions to ask. Um, they already kind of, you know, she's not blindsided going, they don't know anything. So they already know some stuff to ask her. But um, it's just been, that's that's been a key in our classes. Um, I always, once she leaves or he leaves, I always say, you know, I know you're worried about your GPA in high school, but that's your GPA that's going to follow you for the rest of your life. Oh, my gosh. What a great correlation. Yes. That is wild. Mm -hmm. I've never thought of it that way. Mm -hmm. Do you think your students, before they get the exposure from your classroom and these wonderful community partners, do you think they are 
handling their finances, or do they even know how? I don't think so. Um, I, th- I think that's why they get a little nervous and a little scared towards the graduation. They think, I, I mean, some of my seniors have even said, adulting is going to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, yeah. They don't realize that Wi-Fi that comes into their house isn't free. Um, right. You know, Thank you. <laughs> or turning on the water or pushing their trash can, you know. So we look at these um, in class. We go line by line over, you know, um, the budgets. Some of them have these jobs that they want and I think by the end of the lesson they realize maybe this isn't going to get me that dream so we we do a lot of eye-opening activities in class um but no I don't think that they realize how tough it's going to be I don't what's your take Shaniqua um our economics teachers do an excellent job we start with the financial part um our seniors are tasked with paying senior dues oh And so we break those senior dues down into payments throughout the school year. We tell them what they will receive as a part of the, um, you know, those senior dues. And a lot of them um, don't believe that payment is really necessary or mandatory. So we have to kind of teach them this is what bill collectors do. Yep. You don't receive what you have not paid for or they take back what you have paid for it, you know, or not paid for. So um, there are lots of real life situations. Um, They have to pay for parking Mm. at our school. Um, They have to pay if they lose their Chromebook. They are issued a Chromebook, every student in our school. But of course, if they damage or lose it, they have a fine that they have to pay before they can graduate. So there are lots of little financial um, steps along the way that we're teaching them that involve real life. It's truly immersive experience, mm-hmm. but it's setting them up for success. You mentioned, Shaniqua, that it's a team of graduation coaches at Peach County High School. Who makes up the team and how does the team interact? So our team is comprised of three counselors, um, which includes myself, our administrators. We have an administrator that is um, specifically over curriculum and instruction that works with our counseling department and um, all of our teachers that teach senior content classes are a part of our team, as well as what we have uh, called senior advisor teachers. So there is a, a huge team of us. And at certain times during the year, we do include students as a part of that team. Amanda, how are you interacting with other teachers on the team? Uh, definitely through um, emails and just talking to them. I think one of our biggest challenges in the classroom as the, as the teachers of seniors is making sure that we're all on the same page. If if my student's not doing well in my class, I can go find another senior teacher and say, hey, what are you doing? Because he's he's obviously not performing the same in my class, your class. Tell me, give me your, you know, give me your help. Tell me your tips. So I think just along those lines of just you know, really supporting each other, trying to get these seniors through is kind of where we where we kind of put most of our responsibility. But um, we're always involved in every meeting that the seniors have. We're always there. All the teachers or all the senior, um, like Ms. Caldwell was saying, all the senior academic teachers, we know these kids, you know, we're in the classroom with them um, for eight hours a day. So I can go by and, you know, say, hey, you know, get it together. <laughs> Let's end with this. What pearls of wisdom do you have for your seniors about facing life after high school, life as we know it? Um, For me, I just, I hope 
that by the time they leave class that they have a passion, um, that they have goals. Some of our goals are a little out of reach, and I don't want to be the doomsayer with them, but I do want them to, to realize that, you know, think about something, set a goal for yourself that is achievable, that you can do, um, and then follow through with it. We've got such great students at the school, um, and I just don't think all of them realize that they can do it. So just getting back and encouraging them just to follow through with their dream, with their goal. And that's something we said at the very beginning in economics. We have a, it's called our high school plan. And, um, you know, just I tell them to close their eyes and, and envision that they're 40 years old. And is that, you know, is that something that they want to be doing for a long time? Because when you set those goals, we all know that 25 or 30 years is a long time. Yeah. So, we think about the tenure of things. Right. People these days are having multiple careers in a lifetime, mm-hmm. which, you know, multiple generations ago was not necessarily yes. the case. Mm-hmm. What are your pearls of wisdom? Um, there's a motto that I instill in them, responsibility and accountability. Mm-hmm. And without those two things, you won't go far. Um, so that's what I try to instill in them. In any situation that I find them being involved in, we take a look at your your accountability in the situation and how are you being responsible to be successful. Jobs well done, coaches. Amanda, well, thank you. Shaniqua, thank, thank you, you so much for being here today. It was a pleasure. Thank you. We appreciated your wisdom. You guys have got it going on at Peach County High School. Good luck at that game tonight. Thank you. Thank you for your decades of mentorship and enthusiasm uh, propelling your students toward graduation. You are your high schooler's launch pad into adulthood, uh, the land of endless opportunity and the land of bills, which they're going to get that entree soon enough. To borrow lyrics from Amanda's go-to graduation track, Vitamin C's Graduation Friends Forever. I keep thinking of this galvanizing musing on graduation, that it's not goodbye, it's a time to fly. At whichever point along the K-12 timeline you're meeting students, envision them as high school graduates on their graduation day. Know that they'll be thinking of you as they go flying. Give them something to remember. You're a great teacher. I'm Ashley. We're never graduating, so we can continue to curate the K-12 content you love to hear. Come back next week for more Classroom Conversations, the platform for Georgia's teachers. Goodbye for now. Funding for Classroom Conversations is made possible through the School Climate Transformation Grant. 